and welcome to the Fitness Besties podcast with Lisa Dawn Beckwith. That's me. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie. My goal is to help you create sustainable habits that won't make you want to run away at the mention of exercise. Together, we'll wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey as we embark on open, honest conversations and the support you need to start prioritizing you. Hi there, and welcome back to Fitness Besties, the podcast where you can finally wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and newest bestie, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Today, we're talking all about staying motivated and keeping active during the winter months. I don't know about you, but during the winter months, I find it so hard to stay motivated to exercise, to move, to just do anything, really. I just want to (laughs) hibernate. The weather's colder and quite often it's really miserable. And it also gets dark really early, leaving us with much less time to get outside and exercise. And even if you work out inside, you wake up, it's dark, or you finish work and it's dark, it can just leave you feeling really unmotivated and wanting to curl up at home with a warm drink, a cosy blanket, binging some Netflix. (laughs) Does that sound about right? Making it so easy for our health goals to just be pushed to the bottom of our to-do list. So today we're going to talk about some simple steps to start fitting fitness and movement into your day, even when you don't feel like it and it's cold and dark outside. So let's get started. As I spoke about last week in last week's episode, episode 16, when I was talking all about sleep and habits and things that can really help us get a good night's sleep, having these reduced daylight hours means that there's less chance of us being able to grab that morning light that I spoke about being so important to help us get a good night's sleep, to boost our energy levels. And when we wake up and view daylight, it sends a signal from our eyes to our brain to tell us to wake up and gets us motivated and energized for the day. So that's why in the summer, our energy and motivation can be a lot higher because we've got so much daylight all the time. You know, we wake up and it's light and sometimes we go to bed and it's still light depending on when you go to bed. And in the winter, we have so much less daylight hours to, to fit that natural light in or viewing that natural light meaning that most of us can find it really hard to view natural light in our day, missing out on our body's natural energy boost and signals that it's daytime and that we need to be alert. So we also might be sleeping longer, giving us less time, or maybe we're snoozing the alarm, which I talked about last week is not great for us because it sends us back into one of those 90-minute sleep cycles and we you know, wake up. 10 minutes later, we're all a bit groggy and you just feel like you can't do anything for for half of the morning. And another reason why moving and exercising in, in the winter when it's darker, especially as women, we just don't feel safe going outside. Maybe you don't feel safe going out for a walk on your own or, you know, if you are going somewhere, like say you're going to the gym or you're 
uh, going to a class or something. Maybe you don't feel safe sort of, you know, going to and from that class or getting in and out of the car just because it's darker. And so it's certainly another thing to to bear in mind with with winter exercising that maybe we just don't want to go outside for whatever reason. Winter can be a challenging time to stay active. But let's talk about the things that we can do because we're all about what we can do here rather than what we can't do. So let's talk about some solutions. So a concept I've heard about recently is called cozy fitness or cozy cardio that you might have heard it called. I first heard about it. Someone I follow, someone I know was talking about it on Instagram. And it's basically what I've been talking about for ages, you know, fitting movement in at home, in around everything, you know, when you're at home in your pajamas, in your comfy clothes, just being as comfortable as you can be making exercise feel fun and sort of part of, you know, part of your day. Basically what I talk about anyway, but I love that it's been talked about more. And this trend, Cozy Cardio, was created apparently by someone called Hope Zuckerbrow on TikTok. (laughs) And the idea is to wear your comfy clothes, put on your favorite tunes or a TV show, and it can make exercise feel less intimidating and help you to work out and move more, which I love. I'm all for that. It also means you can create an environment in your home to exercise, making more time as it gets dark so early. I know a lot of people love it, as I said earlier, because they they don't feel safe going out in the evening to exercise or go for a walk or run or go to the class or the gym. Or maybe they feel intimidated going to a group class for or the gym for whatever reason. So it just helps to remove all those barriers for exercise. And I'm not really one for trends. I don't really like following trends, especially in the fitness world. There's always some new thing that we should be doing to, you know, get fit or, you know, you should do this to help with this or don't do this because of this. But this is definitely one trend I can get behind (laughs) because it encourages more people to move. And moving our bodies more definitely has so many benefits for the long term for our health, but also short term. You know, it gives us energy, it can make us stronger, fitter, it just helps us to engage in life more. So all of those things, I'm all for it. (laughs) And I've definitely jumped on this trend as well. I recently joined the Cozy Cardio Club, (laughs) if that's what you want to call it. I bought one of those walking pads. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like mini treadmills. They're just sort of the, the base bit of it without without the handle bit. They're basically designed to go under your desk so that you can walk while you're working. That's not something I want to try. I don't think I could do that. But I've got mine in the living room. So, you know, I get it out and put on some Netflix in the evening or maybe at lunchtime if I've got a bit of time after lunch. Or sometimes I'll I'll get on there after after my breakfast. I'll stick a podcast on and do a sort of quick ten minute ten minute walk before I jump in the shower. It sort of gives me a bit of a boost of energy, warms me up, gets me a bit sweaty, depending on how fast I'm walking. So yeah, I love it. It's it's great. And of course, I like to try to get outside, and I would definitely encourage you to do that because it's good to get out of the house. We don't want to be prisoners in our own home. We do want to get outside and get some fresh air. And if we can get into nature, obviously the benefits of that are amazing as well. You know, getting in nature, you know, getting outside, seeing further than just the four walls in our house in our house can can help. It can help your eyes, it can help your mental health, it can clear your head. 
all those sort of things can be great, but I get it. You know, it's cold. Some days it's yucky outside. It's not very nice. It's miserable. And we do not want to go outside. So sometimes, you know, I'll put my coat on, wrap up warm, and I'll just go out for five minutes. I'll do a quick five, 10 minute walk around the block. You know, I've had a little bit of exercise outside. And then maybe I'll do a bit extra inside. So yeah, I'd definitely encourage you to get outside if you can. But there's definitely some other ways you can you can move more in the house as well. Now, I'm not saying you have to go and get a walking pad or whatever you want to call them. But if you do want to get one, there are loads <laughs> going secondhand on things like Facebook Marketplace. I managed to pick up a basically brand new uh, for a fraction of the price a new one would have been. So it's a great way if you're not quite sure if it's going to be something you can get into, you can pick up one second hand. I'm all for <laughs> buying second hand and and you know, reusing things that people are not wanting anymore. It can save you a bit of money as well. But yeah, so many people are getting rid of them. They like the person I got mine off of, they bought it during lockdown when they were working from home more and and he was like, I'm just not using it anymore. So I thought I'd sell it on. It's like, brilliant, great. So, you know, go on someone, something like Facebook Marketplace. There's hundreds of them all around the country. So yeah, definitely look out, see if you can grab yourself a bit of a bargain. But yeah, you don't have to get one of those, obviously. Maybe you've got an exercise bike at home. Maybe you want to get an exercise bike. That can also be a good way to get some cardio. Other things you can do that don't cost a penny and you don't need any extra equipment. If you're in a house and you've got stairs, you could go up and down the stairs a few times. You could put on your favorite tune and have a bit of a dance party. So there's so many options. The idea is to get a little bit out of puff. You know, the recommended is 150 minutes of what they call moderate intensity cardio per week. Breaks down to about 22 minutes a day. But, you know, something's better than nothing. If you're doing nothing at the moment, then even a couple of minutes every day can really be helpful. And we just also want to try and break up our time sitting down. I, I know I'm definitely sitting down a lot more now. It's colder and darker. You know, all I want to do is sit down in front of the telly in the evenings and curl up or, you know, curl up with my book or something, which there's nothing wrong with that. But try and break it up a little bit more with, you know, with some cardio at home. Yeah, which is why I love my walking bag because I can stick on, you know, some Netflix and you know, it's boring walking on a treadmill. So yeah, I just sort of do that. I can do 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever. So yeah, so, so many options. During the winter months, not only can we feel less motivated, but we seem to have less time to fit things in, especially as we get nearer to the holidays, like the C word, I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. You know, there's always stuff going on, isn't there, as we get towards December for a lot of us. Yeah, something I love to talk about to help with fitting in more movement is the power of bite-sized movement. I like to call these movement bites or movement snacks. You know, who doesn't love a good snack? <laughs> they are quick and effective movements that can take minutes to do, but will help you to feel more energized, be more productive, boost your mood and clear your head. I'm talking about tiny, doable actions that you can sprinkle throughout your day to keep you moving. Remember, all movement counts and something is always better than nothing. <laughs> so what do I mean by bite-sized movement? Well, it's all about breaking down our usual routines. So say you have a workout that you normally do. Maybe it takes you half an hour, an hour. 
So what we want to do with that is break it down into small manageable chunks or steps. And if you don't already have something that you normally do and you're just getting started, um, I'll talk about some, some really simple ways that you can do that. So instead of trying to find a full hour, how about finding five minutes to do some squats while you're waiting for the coffee to brew or the kettle to boil? Or stick a track on, like I said already, and have a dance around the kitchen. Or if you've got a treadmill or a bike, five minutes on that while you're waiting for the dinner to cook. Or you could have a quick run up and down the stairs between calls. And remember strength training. You can work out your whole body with the five movements I've talked about. Your push and pull, you know, horizontal and overhead as well. And some sort of squat or lunge movement. So keep your weights near you and fit in a few minutes of strength training or maybe some mobility or stretching, especially if you find you're sitting down a bit more, you know, you could do some stretching, some Pilates, some yoga while you're watching TV or, you know, put some nice calming music on and and do that. So there are so many options. And talking about strength training, if you want some ideas for strength training at home, did a whole episode on it back on episode 12. So definitely head back to there for some ideas of how you can work out without having to buy loads of equipment to start with. So yeah, head back to that one if you want any more ideas. And remember, if all of this is new to you, you don't want to plow ahead and start adding in all these extra movements into your day because that's when it all just gets a bit too much and then we stop. So start with something. It could be starting with some walking. It could be some squats or push-ups. Whatever it is you want to start with, then keep going until it becomes a little bit of a habit. And then you can add some more. And remember, starting with something is always better than nothing. And the goal here is to fit in regular movements into our day. Start really, really small and build up. And we're aiming for consistency over intensity. So the key really is consistency. Even when it's cold and dark outside during the winter months, it's especially important to keep moving, stay strong, keep healthy and resilient. It helps to keep our immune system strong. It helps to minimize the added stress that might come from this time of year. You know, we've got that force field around us we're going to bounce back from things or things aren't going to affect us quite as much also we talked about in uh, last week's episode as well as talking about uh, how sleep can help build our resilience and things and and our pain threshold as well so when we're you know when we're exercising more and we're more resilient we're not gonna get those niggles as much because I don't know about you but when I've been sitting down a bit too much I've been a bit sedentary it's cold, everything stiffens up a bit, we feel a bit more achy. Movement can really, really help. (laughs) So definitely get moving as much as you can. And we're not aiming for perfection or intense workouts every day. Instead, we're focusing on incorporating really small bursts of activity that add up over time. So here's a few tips on habit building so we can make movement part of our lives rather than another thing to tick off our to-do list. First, stick it to something that you're already doing, so an existing routine. This becomes like a trigger or an anchor for your new habit. So for example, every time you boil the kettle, you do a squat. When you finish your lunch, you go for a short walk. 
As your computer starts up in the morning, you have a little boogie in your office. Taking it a step further, you could make it specific. So after I put my breakfast bowl in the sink, I do a press up. And this is creating what's known as a recipe. So you create that little recipe. When I do something, I do something. So it's just like that little trigger, that reminder for you. And another thing you could also do to remind you is use sticky notes or alarms as well as another thing I've spoken about. You want to make the movement really small, so small that you might not think it's even worth it. And you want to choose something that you can do even on your busiest day. And remember, you can always add more, but we want to set that bare minimum and then gradually increase the intensity or the duration of your movement over time. We want to build habits slowly. The hardest part is getting started, and we want to make that as easy as possible. Next, we want to make it really, really easy. So have things ready near you. So have your weights if you're using weights or whatever you're using. Have them near your desk or in the kitchen near the kettle. Do it how you are. So, you know, if you're in your work clothes, you can do some things in your work clothes. I've definitely done so many workouts in my pajamas. That's why I love my walking pad. I can, you know, do a 10 minute walk in the morning in my pajamas. I do some weights in my pajamas. You know, you don't need to change. You don't need to wear special clothes to, to work out in if you don't want to. It's, it's just another thing, isn't it, to remember. If you do want to work out in certain things, then make sure you've got those clothes ready. If you want to wear certain uh, workout clothes or you, you you want to get up and do something in the morning, make sure you've got it all ready so you're not having to then waste time looking for things. And then finally, the most important thing about building habits is to celebrate every single time. This helps to wire the habit into your brain immediately. So every squat you do, Every time you, you know, do that five minute walk, that uh, dance party, every single time celebrate to help wire in the habit. We all feel that urge to hibernate during the holidays, during the winter months. I know I do. I'm sure you do too sometimes. So this is why I think movement bites are perfect for when your motivation is low. You can just start and just do a small amount and then stop. So maybe it's that one squat, it's that five minutes, it's the one press up, whatever it is you want to do. And once you've started, you know, once you've got yourself up off the sofa or out of bed or whatever it is you're doing, you might find if you've got the time, you might find you can do more and you want to carry on, but you can also stop. At least you've done something. And I know when I'm really cold, (laughs) you know, you get up in the morning, it's chilly. The last thing I want to do is get up and move. But I do. And then after a few minutes, I definitely start getting warmer. And then, you know, if I'm doing a walk or some squats or something after a little bit of time, maybe you get a little bit sweaty, you're getting a bit out of puff, maybe. And I definitely feel better after it. I feel more energized. I just have this sort of, you know, buzz about me and it just just sets me up for the day or just helps to give me that extra boost, you know, if it's partway through the day. So yeah, just start with something. Start with that that bare minimum. So when we were talking about habits, we were talking about making the habit really, really easy and really, really small. So to make these habits stick and stay consistent, we need to set what we call a low bar for success. So you want to lower that barrier for entry. So what does that mean? It means setting a realistic and achievable fitness goal. 
So if you're just starting, aiming for a 30-minute workout every day might not be something that's going to happen. It will be overwhelming. It just won't fit in your day. Maybe you're crazy busy or your motivation is really low because it's cold and dark and miserable outside. And we know what happens. It just gets pushed to the bottom of our to-do list and we just don't do it. And I hear this all the time from my clients and people I speak to, you know, they know that, you know, working out is good for them. You know, they know that it's good to move their bodies. They feel better for it, but they just don't make it a priority. So this is why I am really passionate about creating habits and using movement bites to help fit things in, fitting it in in those pockets of time, sprinkling movement throughout our day. Yes, of course, we can do more. If you want to go, you know, go for a long run or do an hour's workout, amazing, do it. But let's try and fit in and, and keep moving. Let's break up our sedentary lifestyles and, and you know, keep warm and, <laughs> and keep energized throughout the day, especially during the, the winter months. So we want to start off really, really small. And remember, it could be uh, one squat every day, every time you put the kettle on or a five minute walk in the morning. It doesn't have to be every day even. Maybe you start with what's realistically achievable for you. What can you start with right now? And just start with it. It could be five minutes once a week. That could be your starting point. That might sound absolutely ridiculous and you might think, what is even the point? But but it's starting. And remember, the starting is the hardest part. And you might find once you've done it, oh, I, you know, I've already started. I'm feeling good. I want to do a little bit more. And that's great. So you're doing that one squat when the kettle's on, like, oh, I could maybe add a little bit more. So, you know, maybe you end up doing five, 10 squats while the kettle's on. Brilliant. But on those busy days, maybe you don't. Maybe you just stick with five minutes or one squat. So you've always got that low bar or that bare minimum that we set ourselves. It's our starting point and it's something we can always come back to when, when we get busy. So maybe over time you build up and your bar gets, you know, a bit higher. You know, maybe you're, you're able to do a bit more regularly, but you've always got that low bar to go back to, that absolute bare minimum. It's that anchor that we can come back to. So to help you stay motivated and consistent, I've spoke about this loads before, but I created a fitness habit tracker that you can download for free from my website. And this tracker will help you monitor your progress. It will help you stay accountable to yourself and it will help you celebrate your wins no matter how small. So the Busy Women's Fitness Habit Tracker, it includes bonus training videos, So two little training videos with tips and ideas, tips for fitting movement in, ideas for movement that you can do. It will teach you how to build sustainable movement habits and fit fitness into your already busy schedule. So this tracker will allow you to track your progress by tracking your daily movement, which will help you build awareness around your habits. And remember, awareness is the first step to change. And you'll start to see your progress over time, which is really motivating in itself. You can start identifying patterns. You can see patterns in your movement habits and make adjustments if you need to, to create sustainable habits that fit into your busy life. So maybe you notice, you know, every week on a certain day, things just don't quite happen. 
maybe you've set your expectations and, you know, maybe you need to adjust things a little bit more because, you know, for whatever reason, it never happens when you when you say it's going to happen. So maybe you just need to adjust things. You can start seeing patterns. You can fit fitness into your schedule. So like I said, the, the videos are there to help you. There's some little prompts and things um, that will ask you some questions as well to, to help you decide what you're going to do for your week. And I share some of my top tips to help you fit fitness into your busy day. Even when time is limited or your motivation is low and you just don't want to do anything. And you can either print this off and fill it out or you can use it on your phone and fill it out that way. So you can use it on the go, whether you're writing it out or filling it in on your phone. There's also a little section where you can take a moment at the beginning of the week to plan, to have a little think about where you're going to be fitting movement in. And then you can reflect on each day, how you feel. And at the end of the week, you can reflect and then plan for the following week. And the most important question that it asks you that you should be asking yourself every day is, have I moved today? (laughs) You should put that on your fridge. You should put that on your phone. Have that pop up as an alarm. Have I moved today? It's such an important question. So if you want to download my free tracker, you can head to my website, lisadawnbeckwith.com forward slash tracker. And all the information is there and you can download it for free and then get access to the videos as well. So head over there if that's something you want to do. We all know how time slips away during the holidays and we're busy. You know, we're coming up to this busy time of year now, going into December. We've already talked about using bite-sized movements to fit around or during other activities during your day, helping you find pockets of time for movement. So whether it's taking a short walk during your lunch break or doing some stretches while you're waiting for the kettle to boil, dancing in your kitchen, doing some squats while you're cooking dinner, remember every little bit counts. So how do we stay inspired during the winter months? How do we stay motivated? How do we keep this motivation going? First of all, you want to manage your expectations. So remember, all movement counts. We want to set that low bar. And remember, things might look a bit different during this time of year, especially as we go into the the holidays. Maybe you're out and about a bit more, seeing people. Different things are going on. So just know that everything counts and is okay. And it doesn't matter if you don't do quite as much. You could try setting yourself some specific goals for this time of year. So maybe there's a certain movement you want to work on. Maybe you want to get your first pistol squat, your first press up. You know, you could start working on something like that. Or maybe it's uh, the amount of time that you want to move every day. So you could set yourself a little goal. I want to move for at least 10 minutes each day. I want to do some movement, something like that. Whatever is going to work for you, something to work towards or aim for every day. You want to connect back to your why. So why are you doing this? Why do you move your body? How do we want to feel? What is the reason that we're doing this? That helps with motivation so much more. Is it because you want to be stronger? You want to be fit? You want to be healthy? You want to be able to run a marathon? You want to, oh, whatever it is, whatever your goals are, you want to be able to just bend down to pick something up off the floor, you want to just have, you know, enough puff to be able to go up and down the stairs or go for a a walk without getting out of breath. 
whatever it is, you know, what is what is your why? What is your reason for wanting to move? You know, your longer term, you know, you want to you want to live longer, you want to be healthier into your old age, you want to have the confidence to keep your independence, you want to still be able to lift your suitcase, you still want to be able to whatever it is you want to do. So really connect back to your why. It can also be really easy to say, you know, it doesn't matter now. I'll just start in January. It doesn't matter now. I'll just, you know, it's fine. I'll start again in January. I won't do anything. It can be very easy to just completely stop and not worry about it. And, you know, it's as I said, it's fine to, to maybe not do as much or do slightly different things. Maybe you're going out for walks when you're, you know, with your friends or family or you know, maybe you're just doing different activities. Maybe you're in the house more, you know, you're cleaning the house, you're walking around the shopping center, going shopping, whatever it is you're doing, movement might look different. But if you start these habits now, start building these habits now, start building movement into your day now, or continue if it's something you've already started, you know, maybe you've been listening to me for a while and you've already started uh, doing these things and building these habits in some way. You will feel so much better for it going through the holiday season and, and through, through the winter months before you even get to January. You'll feel physically and mentally better. You know, you'll just find that, you know, you've got more energy and you're just not feeling so groggy. I don't know about you, but, you know, we're inside, we've got the heating on. It can just feel, it just really affects your energy. Your mood can de- get down. You know, exercise can boost our mood as well. Like I said earlier, we can get, you know, these aches and pains because we're cold, we're sitting around, we're not doing as much. So yeah, definitely think about it strongly. I'd strongly advise you to think about trying to implement some of these things now. And I'm not saying do everything. Go back to what I talked about, you know, start small, start with something, five minutes a week, just something, start somewhere, but start now. Also connect to your identity and your values. So this one's maybe a bit deeper if you've not come across this before, but I spoke about this in episode seven. It's, you know, what what sort of person am I? Who do I want to become? You know, am I the sort of person who moves my body every day, who's, you know, focuses on their health? Someone who's strong physically and mentally. And like I say, if you want to some more ideas on connecting to your why and your identity habits, I did two episodes on on these where I focused specifically on these. So episode two, I really dove into your why and episode seven, I spoke a lot about your identity habits. So if they're new concepts to you and you want to go and listen to those, then definitely head back there. And lastly, embrace community for support, accountability and motivation. So you could work out with a friend and that doesn't mean you have to work out at the same time, but you could be messaging each other, you know, cheering each other on, being accountable to each other. You could join um, some sort of class or group, you know, it could be something online or you could join a running group. So if you really enjoy running, but at this time of year, you don't want to go out on your own, especially in the evenings, you could join a group. So you've got that support and, you know, you feel a bit safer going out with a group of people. And you could embrace online communities. So there's loads of, you know, communities you could connect to online on social media or other sort of communities and things that you can connect to. I spoke about this a few weeks ago on the social media one. It can be, you know, not great social media, but it can also be a great place for community and finding your people that you connect with. 
But also remember, you've got the Fitness Besties community and we are here. We are cheering you on. We are supporting you and you have got this. So we have covered a lot today from talking about cozy cardio to remembering why you're doing this in the first place. So don't forget to embrace bite-sized movement. Those small actions really do add up over time. You want to build sustainable habits by starting small and gradually increasing your efforts. Set achievable fitness goals to increase your chances of success by setting that low bar, that minimum, so you can help keep that consistency. Find those pockets of time for movement throughout your day. Five minutes here, one minute there, 10 minutes there. Sprinkle it throughout your day. Break up your sedentary sort of day if that's what you what you do and lean on the fitness besties community for support and motivation i would love to hear from you share your winter tips send in your questions or suggestions and connect with me on instagram at lisa dawn beckwith you can send me a dm we can have a chat and don't forget you can tag the podcast so we can all find you if you want to share things on on your stories and or posts and we can definitely find you so tag the the podcast hashtag fitness besties pod and don't forget to head to my website to download the tracker if that's something you want to do if you haven't done that already to help boost your motivation and accountability to yourself and remember you don't have to go it alone on your fitness journey we've got each other's back so let's prioritize our health and well-being and ourselves. So that's everything from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this and you found it useful. There were some good nuggets in there for you to take away. So thank you for joining me today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast or rate it depending on whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some other platform. Leave a review on Apple if you can or rate it. You can do the little star on Spotify. And don't forget to share it with a friend. Everyone deserves a little extra fitness support. So until next time, stay motivated, keep moving, keep warm, keep cozy. And remember, you are only one movement away from feeling amazing. (laughs) And I can't wait to speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't grabbed my free Busy Women's Fitness Habit Tracker, which includes bonus training videos with tips and ideas, then head to the link in the show notes and grab it today so you can learn how to build sustainable movement habits that fit into your already busy schedule. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or on social media. And if you haven't submitted a review, I'd love to hear from you. Just head to Apple Podcasts and review to help others find the show. And lastly, if we're not connected, head over to Instagram and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. Speak to you soon. Bye.